0614-104-567. Chat to me about your experiences yesterday on Father's Day. Chat to me about the fact that you've, you've used telehealth and you weren't even aware of the fact that when you phone your doctor for a renewed script or something like that, uh, you're actually making use of telehealth. Or talk to me about what language do we need to change in order to make the necessary changes in gender-based violence. It is absolutely, it is shocking for me to see that every day, every second day, and especially in the Western Cape, where this has become such a norm, it's become so regular that we don't even have to put on blinkers anymore these days to to have a look at it. And as I said, as the father of four daughters, I am incredibly concerned about their lives, their way of life, their thinking. Uh, One of my daughter's when I asked her where is the boyfriend, she said to me, Dad, I don't need a second warning. I heard, I heard him chatting to his mother and I heard the way in which he spoke to his mother. And if he speaks to his mother in that way, I don't need a second warning. And she left him. And I think those are the th- those are one of the very complex things that we need to chat about. And, uh, you know, Stand United South Africa creates a tool Uh, that makes it easier and safer to report an incident of gender-based violence. This evening, we chat to the non-executive chairman at Stand United South Africa, Rainer Skitter. Rainer, very good evening to you and welcome to Cape Talk. Good evening, Zane, and thank you so much for the opportunity. Gender-based violence is a pandemic of violence against women and children, and you know it's a form of interpersonal violence and bullying that takes place in the home and communities across South Africa and globally. And, you know, Stand United South Africa is a partnership with uh, Fight Back and Lead Essay. And you guys are trying to do your part to make it easier to report gender-based violence. What inspired this initiative, Rainer? So it was founded in 2019. Um, My wife started Stand United SA. And the reason for it was the onslaught and distraught it uh, we found within gender-based violence, bullying, um, child abuse, and me personally as a child was also abused from the age of 7 to 18. So through the years, uh, it can go either way. You can either become extremely angry like I did and you kind of take that uh, anger out at anybody and everybody you can, or it turns at the end of the day where you become too placid and you don't know what to do. And we actually put our heads together and we worked through the what I went through. And it's now 20 years later. And we started in 2019, as I said, Stand United SA. And with the technology that is expanding so quickly, we saw that with uh, phone calls, et cetera, and the victims being in the close vicinity of the perpetrators, it's very difficult for them to get the word out. Um, so with a phone call, the gender-based violence call center, unfortunately, right now they have got phone calls. You can send a please call me, an SMS or a WhatsApp, and they will phone you back. So that is not a very user-friendly. Mm. So we started the website as such to where a individual or a victim can enter certain questions, short, easy-to-answer questions, in order to determine, okay, we need help. So it goes down from the name, what's your location, what kind are you, female, male, child, elderly, person with disability. We must remember that gender-based violence is not just classified into male on female. It's male on male, certain yeah. aspects, female on male, child abuse, um, elderly, person with disabilities, and person with disabilities and children especially 
Um, they're more prone to be able to do stuff online rather than speaking out. But females, same thing. Males, they don't talk at all that we all know. And mm. this is give, gives them the opportunity to obviously provide a tool where they can report the incident or a loved one can report an incident on their behalf. The, um, the, the, yes, the, the problem with many victims of gender-based violence is that, you know, as you said, they, there's a call center and you can ask them to call you back. But the moment your phone rings, the abuser is standing right next to you to see exactly what you are going to be doing and what you're not going to be doing. Runners, let's say, for instance, I, I'm, I'm a woman or I'm a man and I'm being abused or I'm a child and I'm being abused. Run us through the steps of how this particular app works. So it's not an app, it's a website. Sorry. We are not looking at creating... Mm. No, 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 no. I need to clarify that because okay. people keep on asking me for an app. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it will be very difficult if a person is under the arrest in order to go download an app, Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, and it will be on the phone. So the perpetrator will look through the phone and say, okay, what is this? So it's a website, and All it's right. standunitedsa.org. Good. And once they go to the website, they fill in, it takes them about... 30 seconds, giving them the basic request information, how you're being abused, and then that gets escalated to the Gender-Based Violence Command Center. They then verify or check what kind of abuse is happening, whether it's child abuse or domestic violence or whatever. There has been a rape case of some sort or attempted murder, and then they escalate it further, either to social development or they go through to the um, FCS, which is the Family Crime Unit, or they go through to the SAPS, and then they will dispatch on your behalf somebody into the vicinity. We are also busy in the background. Um, we're partnering up with uh, possibly with Uber. Um, we've also partnered up with the Tuli Marincela Foundation, and I will be on the board in order to get this into parliament level on how to approach these incidents from a technological aspect and trace these incidents because we know that it falls down somewhere down the line, um, it gets to court and then all of a sudden it just disappears or only about 9% of rape victims or, or rape or suspects get uh, convicted. So the goal is to trace it from step A all the way to Z. Chatting this evening to um, non-executive chairman at Stand United South Africa. They've teamed up with uh, Fight Back and Lead SA to implement this particular project, which he says is a website. Uh, and, of course, uh, that you need to down, uh, fill in the information on this particular website. Uh, and, and, and then, um, you know, this will be activated if you are a victim of gender-based violence. Are, are there sort of different triggers that will be activated? So the trigger itself goes through with the information that you put in, goes through to the Gender-Based Violence Command Center. They then verify and vet what other response is required. Is it a immediate emergency? So do they need to send the flying squad out or the SAPS out right now? Is it a normal domestic issue that can be dealt with in a tomorrow or in the morning? Or if it is immediate, obviously, as I said, then it's immediate response. So that trigger depending on the information, because the information we request there is, is it a attempted murder? Is it a physical assault? Is it a sexual assault? Is it emotional and psychological, a financial or threats or child abuse or cyber violence or bullying aspects? They then vet on who do they, who's the correct response they need to come from there.
Is there a cost involved in this? There is no cost involved. We're actually doing this at no cost. We've set it up. We're running it. We partnered with uh, CyberSmart and a few of the other companies within our areas. And it's national, so there's no hindrance on which area. We've also loaded all 1,149 police stations in South Africa onto the website. So it's easy accessible. Um, we've partnered with the National Shelter Movement and all their affiliated shelters with women or children and women themselves are also loaded on the website for easy access. And we've also loaded all the provincial commanders on the family, um, family protection units where they can get that information and make direct contact with them if need be. We've also included some in information on how to obtain a protection order. Um, at the end of the day, what our goal is, is to raise funding through the NPO in order to reach the rurals. Right now, because it's a website, there's a little bit of data requirement, but we will, would like to make this website data free so that we can get into each and every corner of South Africa. Mm. Yeah, normally people say it's difficult for, for them to get out of that particular situation where they find themselves in, and this is a particular tool with which they can actually get themselves out of the situation, um, uh, you know, in which they find themselves. Uh, and, you know, one of the one of the things that I like about it is that you say, you know, you've got the national emergency numbers, you've got the facts of gender-based violence on the website, emergency numbers of shelters and police stations, and how to obtain a protection order. I'm reminded of Altisha and Rainisha Korkia. I think, uh, this, you know, was murdered over the weekend uh, in Cape Town, the, the, the mother in Belha, and I think right. a seven-year-old daughter. And what's sad about that is that she was not able to obtain a protection order or she was not able to, uh, you know, obtain a restraining order for this man. So the same, that's the same principle that we are trying to achieve. So we are busy establishing relationships in order for a young, the younger generation to get schooled and go out and school others on what to do in the event of these incidents. We must remember that 50% of our population are female and then a further 10 to 15% are still uh, children. So the bulk of our population is female and children. So if we can get those to stand up and males to stand up and start being fathers and training and helping to how to get a protection order, you're allowed to speak out. Boys are allowed to say no, they're being abused. And training these people up on what to do in the event of an incident, then we will get, get much further. Chatting to Rainer Skitter this evening, the non-executive chairman at Stand United South Africa, teaming up together with uh, Fight Back and Lead SA in trying to do their part in making it easier and safer to report an incident of gender-based violence. Now, the Silent Alarm program hopes to assist women living with their abusers who are unable to sound out a plea for their assistance. Rainer, where can people find more information on this particular website? They can go straight to standunitedsa.org. So it's standunitedsa.org. And they can click on reports and incidents. And or they can get in touch with us through the website as well. There's a tab available there. Or they can contact us on rrs at standunitedsa.org. So it's standunitedsa.org.
how far are you looking to to expand this particular website? I, I hear you talking about the fact that you have teamed up or you are going to be teaming up with uh, Tulima Dunsela and also trying to get this into the uh, the government portfolios. Um, it is essential that we beat this scourge. I mean, uh, you know, uh, and, and, and I, get it, I get very mad when I hear politicians saying, for instance, um, you know, with the Amashle case this morning, all that we heard from the politicians was, um, we strongly condemn this particular yeah. act and we are happy that the perpetrator is now behind bars. And that's it. And I'm going, no, that's not what I want you to say. I actually want you to say something more than just that. We are willing to push it with, with uh, if we get the correct funding behind us, and that's what we're trying to push as much as far as possible, is to get into the level. Because if I had to start explaining to you that we lose about 1% of GDP per year due to gender-based violence, and that's, if you classify that and you put it into rand or dollar or rand amount, it's 40 to 50 billion rand per year we lose due to gender-based violence. And the reason behind it is it's due to the increase in health costs, the lack of justice for the individual, the family, the loss in the individual earnings, loss in business, revenue, the taxes we lose. Victims are then absent from physically or emotionally. The second generational cost that goes with it. All the children witnessing or living with the violence because there's a close relative between gender-based violence or domestic violence and bullying because the child sees it at home they don't know how to deal with those emotions, so they take it to school. So they start bullying. Those children then become angry that it's getting bullied, and they turn into, once again, gender-based violence or males or females that turn into domestic violence. And then there's second, second generational cost that comes with that because it's juvenile um, crimes that then increase because the children see it and they try to numb themselves, so it goes into drug abuse, alcohol abuse, so it's a vicious cycle, and in order to sustain that drug abuse or alcohol abuse, then they start stealing. So it might start petty, but it, at the end of the day, it increases, and it's a vicious cycle, and we need to get back to grassroots with our children and education in teaching them on how to deal with situations. It is okay to speak out, not to keep quiet, and we want to take it to whichever level we need to in order for the whole of South Africa to stand united. Mm. Chatting this evening to the non-executive chairman at Stand United South Africa, Rainer Skitter. Rainer, um, it's not just only a, a website to report incidents and to uh, gain access to information, but survivors can also share their stories of hope on the website. Yes, 100%. So as you said, we've partnered up with Leaders A and Fight Back, and we've got a little portal that we that's at the bottom of the page where individuals can share their story of hope. So if they've been through a abuse situation, where it was 10 years ago, 15 years ago, and they worked through it, they can share their story, and that also gets published once a week. And obviously, the more um, reports we receive, that will be pushed out into the media for a story of hope. So where did they find their hope? Did they go to church? Did they get counseling? How did they survive the situation that they've been through so that other people know they are not alone and we are not all in this by ourselves but we as a country standing together
Brendan Skitter, non-executive chairman at Stand United South Africa, thank you so much for your time this evening chatting to us about a specific tool that makes it easier and safer to report the incidents of gender-based violence. It is, I don't know, people, very often we see abuse, we witness abuse, and we just don't talk about it. It is still that very silent killer, and it is a killer because what happens is that the abuse that you see today um, is the murder of tomorrow by the partner that you see being abused and by the partner that you see dishing out to that abuse. So that abuse becomes the murder of tomorrow. And then very often when we read about it in the news and we watch social media and it's on um, on Facebook, then we have a lot to say. No, people, we need to break that silence. And this is one of the ways of getting to it. It's called StandUnitedSA.org. That's the website, StandUnitedSA.org. And I hope that you will go to the website and read up on exactly what we were chatting about to Rainer.